0: Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with your hosts, Ken Carnes and David Cottrell. In each episode of this podcast, you will get the tips, skills, and resources you need to ignite the leader inside you. Now, here are your hosts, Ken Carnes and David Cottrell. David? All right. The first shift that we'll be talking about this morning um, is the shift from fiction to truth. And if you look at all of the information that we have available to us today, we have information coming from... Uh, hundreds of different sources. One of the most uh, critical things that we have to do as leaders is to figure out, hey, what is the truth in the situation versus someone's perception or versus someone's thoughts of what they think? What is the real truth before we start making a decision? One of the, the things that I've discovered over the years is that uh, the faster you can get to the truth, the better your decisions are going to be. Because until you, uh, as you're making decisions based on things that are not entirely the truth, just your perceptions, and you don't know what the truth is, your odds of hitting on um, on the solution for whatever the situation or issue is, is very, very slim. So how do you go about Going from fiction to truth. Well, one of the things that I think that we need to do as leaders is to understand that a lot of things do not change. Some, uh, a lot of change within our organization does not change. A lot of things within our uh, customer base does not change, and a lot of things throughout any external factors do not change. But so many other things are changing. We have to be able to siphon what is is the real impact that's happening here. And what impact does it have on our organization and the people that uh, are dependent upon us? And it's no different than uh, uh, any other problem-solving technique. It's where you go in and find out what the real problem is. You find out what some of the solutions are, and then you come up with a a solution to implement that makes sense for everybody and also uh, get you to the the results that you're looking for. But I think that the principal issue that that, um, our people who report to us, can Um, our people that are looking for us to be their leader is to make decisions based on the truth as opposed to whatever their perception of the truth is. That way we eliminate rework. We eliminate having to start over. We eliminate uh, the frustration that comes with why are we doing this? It makes no sense to anybody. Uh, because it wasn't, we were uh, dealing with something that wasn't necessarily the truth. So that's that's the first shift that we uh, we have identified in this particular book is to go from fiction to truth and make all of our decisions based on the truth that's happened. And that came from a lot of our history and how we dealt with with organizations in the past. And you want to fill us in on some of
1: that. And it's even more complex these days. Business used to be complicated, but now business is very complex. There's so many different things can impact business on on a going forward basis. So in fact, over 32,000 messages are received by each one of us each and every day through the internet, through radio, TV, or whatever the medium is that you're consuming. So to cut through 32,000 messages is more complex than it's ever been before. Average person speaks 16,000 words every single day. So that's a lot of communication, and we're losing the art of connection. So what we've got to be able to do is connect all of this information to truly what is true, what is the path that we want. We also hear a lot, and you and I even debated this when we were going through this particular chapter, is the whole generational differences, the millennials, the boomers, and and the Gen Xers. And, you know, are there true differences? And even those differences, the way that we view one another can lead to certain fiction. Like that person can never get technology because they were a boomer. Or the the millennials are lazy and they just want a trophy for everything. Those can lead to fictions too if we allow them. But what you and I, as we started to discuss this and talk to more people, is we're actually going to play off of that. There's more similarities than there are differences. That's right. That if we truly look to learn from the millennials, their technology, their view, and look to them, and their view of the future, it helps us shape a better leadership style. It helps us connect better in a way that's going to impact them. Likewise, if the millennials look at us as looking at from an experience standpoint and how can we enrich the experience based on that experience, that's that's a combination that is winning. We all want autonomy. We all want time off with our families. We all want these things. It's just sitting down face to face, having common goals, having common success. And if we truly define what success looks like for all of us, then you really do try to get to the the point of here's what truth is. Mm -hmm. And we always use that as an anchor. Yeah.
0: And like you said, we have more similarities than we do dissimilarities. Uh, although there are differences, uh, as you said, we we have different talents as talents as well. But one one of the similarities that we all have is that we want to be treated with respect. We want to be listened to. We want to have uh, a path that makes sense of clarity that we're going down. Uh, we want to have meaningful feedback. Uh, we don't want to continue to make mistakes. So there are a lot of of uh, the basic. Uh, personal needs that everyone has, regardless of when they were born. That, that is irrelevant in this particular, um, in in having those needs. Uh, Another need that I think everyone has that we, we discuss a little bit in this chapter is people don't want surprises. Uh, positive surprises when you're giving them uh, recognition for something that they did. Those are really nice. But I'm talking about surprises in, um, in the way things are, are, uh, you know the results that you're getting. Uh, people don't want surprises, and people don't react to surprises well. So what we try to do is is to try to create an atmosphere to where surprises are minimized by having this candid feedback immediately, all along the way, and providing an atmosphere to where people will be okay with telling the truth, even though the truth might be might not uh... be comfortable at that particular time
1: and you can have a list of values because you and i work with organizations all the time that have these great value statements that have these list of values but that's where this organizationally enablement piece comes in if we have these list of values but each and every one of us aren't living up to those values then they're meaningless so we've got to go back to a very values-based organization and redefine what value what those values are and then What behaviors and what actions and activities am I going to live by, is my department going to live by, and is our organization going to live by, and are we truly going to hold each other accountable to it and support one another in those times when we may be divergent to those values? How do we ensure that we intervene and that we support Mm -hmm. and that we are true to those values? That is always very important to ensuring that you move from that fiction because you can live in a land of fiction and create your own reality of what Mm -hmm. values are. We've got to truly move to the true values and and Mm -hmm. each and every one of us living up to those. Yeah. You know, it's
0: interesting that all all six of these values are, are of these shifts are so important. And they, they sort of build upon each other, and, and we debated um, in depth about what's number one and what's number two and what's number three. But really, when it comes down to it, if you're dealing with things that are not are, are fiction, then all the rest of them are, are going to fall apart uh, as you go along. So that's the reason we started with this particular chapter and started with this simplest, simplistic approach of always dealing with the truth. Forgetting about um, or, or or not responding necessarily to what your um, perceptions are, but always dealing with the truth. And, and it's a tag on the Monday morning leadership as well, uh, where we talk about in that book. If you if you depend on other people's perceptions to match up with your expectations, you're going to be disappointed every single time. Well, that's where this came from. If you depend on other people's perceptions perceptions to match up with your expectations, you're going to be disappointed every time. So we have to deal with the truth. What is the truth? Not what is your perception, not what is what you want it to be or what you would love for it to be, but what is the truth so we can make better decisions to move forward.
1: And I think that moves us into really the, the next shift that we'll explore in our next podcast, which is If you are dealing with a foundation of truth, if there is transparency, if there's a values-based, then that's when you can truly start to move that uh, employee-led model where everybody is not waiting to be led, but they're actually leading where you are. Let's discuss that in the next podcast.
0: Good deal. You've been listening to the Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure and visit cornerstonelearning.com and cornerstoneleadership.com where you can pick up your copy of Leadership, Making Leadership Everyone's Business. Don't forget to give us a like on Facebook, a follow on Twitter and LinkedIn. There we post blogs and link to other resources that will guide you in becoming a leader right where you are. Thanks for listening.